Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks. We're excited about this and we continue on in this uh, Songs of the Night series and the book of Psalms. We're in Psalm 119, the biggest chapter in the Bible, the biggest psalm in the Bible, filled with information that keeps leading us back to God to learn from Him, to hear from Him, to obey Him, to follow Him, to trust Him, to do all those things. And with me as always is my friend, my fellow knucklehead inspector, Stephanie. And Stephanie, what's going on with you? Well, good morning, Doug. What's going on with me? Well, I am staying very busy. That about sums up life right now. Meeting myself, going places, and uh, yeah, kind of crazy. Well, you know what? If we're not busy, you know, man, I I mean, I'd rather be busy than laying on the couch. That's all I'm saying. And uh, I'd rather have stuff to do, be leading people to the Lord, winning things, preparing for things, doing things. That that makes me excited. But laying around at home, I, I'm just not into that anymore. You know, and I, so anyway, I just wanted to share that. But listen, folks, we're so excited for this opportunity and honor to come into your earways. And this morning, we want to start off right away with our knuckleheaded segment. You might be a knucklehead if, you might be a knucklehead if, and I was thinking about this, you know, you might be a knucklehead if you think you're better than someone else or anybody else or everyone else, I don't like yeah. people who think they're all that, Stephanie. I'm just going to be upfront with you. They are knuckleheads. And yeah. these people, you know, they walk around with their nose stuck That's up in the right. air and you can see right up their nostrils and see they're a bunch of fakes. Yeah. Yeah. So stop yeah. it. If you're one of those people who thinks you're better than someone else, read the Bible. Get right with God fast. And uh, so that's all I wanted to say. I mean, you, are you seeing it, Stephanie? Do you know anybody like that? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want yeah. to give names and addresses or anything? Are you okay? No, I think I better refrain. All right. That they are. So. Yeah. Now, just before we came on, I was singing a new song to Stephanie. I was changing the doxology. And, uh, <laughs> Stephanie asked me if I was all right. So <clears throat> it brought back visions of her and Liberty there in the back of my head, but. I, I still went on with it anyway. And Liberty. So where's Liberty this summer? Where in the world is Liberty? Can I tell you where Liberty is? She's down at Southland Christian Camp. I, you know, I, I, I'm not a bet man because I, I don't believe we should bet as Christians. But I'd bet you a chai tea latte, Stephanie, that uh, old Liberty has a boyfriend by the end of summer. She might hold out for a couple months, but I'm thinking... You know, I'm thinking Southland is the place where that's going to happen. I mean, do you want to take that bet? Doug, you know, I'm not a betting person either. So I'm just, I'll just take life as it comes. And uh, I don't blame you. You agree with me. See, there we go. But anyway, here we go. So (laughs) you might be a knucklehead if you think you're better than everyone else. And food that's right with God white American cheese from the deli, not that process. You know, can I tell you something? 
That's not cheese you buy in those individual packets that you can put out on the counter. They don't even melt. And a week later, they're still fresh. And it's yeah. called a processed pr- a product. Stop yeah. buying that, folks. Get rid of that. I'm talking about white American cheese, that good old-fashioned light yellow sliced white American cheese. That stuff's right with God. So Debbie and I had a grilled cheese for supper last night after church. About three slices thick on some old uh, Wonder or Sunbeam bread. Oh, man, that's right with God. But anyway, so there you are. So if you think you're all that, you're a knucklehead. Food that's right with God, get the white American cheese. Stay away from that processed stuff. I think it'll make hair grow from your nipples or something. That's just what I think. I think think there's, for men, of course. I didn't mean that in any kind of weird term. But anyway, it just hit me that Stephanie's laughing too hard. I may have, yeah, you know, I'll go ahead and take this out. Don't worry about it. Yeah, all right. So anyway, here we go. Here we go in Psalm number 119. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pulling that right out of here. You can bet on that. But uh, anyway, uh, just, hey, we thank you guys for listening to us. We don't take that for granted. And uh, don't we love our listeners, Stephanie? We do. We do. They, they add a very special part to life. And it's so cool. It's so cool to get a note from you guys. I got another note. Should I read another note? I got a real long one I'm going to do next week, but I got this note right here. It's Dear Doug, Stephanie, now are you ready for this? And Pastor Miller. So you guys like Pastor Miller. He's coming back in August. We set it up yesterday. He's coming back. He's going to do a couple more weeks with us. He's volunteered to do it. But uh, uh, God was really far from me is how this thing starts out. I thought he was anyway. And just listen to your podcast. This came in yesterday. Just listened to your podcast with Pastor Miller. And boy, God used that to really help me. Thank you so much. And they signed it T. So I don't know who T is, but T, listen, we're glad we can help. I, I've already called Pastor Miller. I told him last night at church, too, and showed him a copy of that. Thank you. You know, sometimes we feel far from God. And there's Psalm 119. I mean, this, this note kind of fits, Stephanie. There's Psalm 119 kind of tells us and gives us rules on how we can be close to God and uh, what we need to do and what the psalmist is talking about here. We believe this is like a priest, a Levite kind of guy, very religious type of guy who's finding his way through God's word on how to get right and those things to do. And it says over here in verse, starting in verse number 49 of Psalm 119, it says, remember the word unto thy servant upon which thou has caused me to hope. This is my comfort and my affliction. For thy word hath quickened me. The proud have me greatly in derision, yet have I not declined from thy law. I remembered thy judgments of old, O Lord, and have comforted myself. Horror have taken hold upon me because of the wicked that forsake the Lord. Thy statues have been my songs in the house of my pilgrimage. I have remembered the name, O Lord, in the night, and have kept thy law. This I had because I kept thy precepts. And, and here we go, Stephanie, right away, remembering the word unto thy servant, and uh, upon which thou hast caused me to hope. What are you seeing here as we went through this? Wow. I see, I see a guy who's just pouring out his heart to God. And who's been through pain um, 
and who who loves God so much that seeing God disregarded, seeing him um, mocked in a sense, troubles him. It, it makes him sad. It grieves his heart. And um, I see someone who's desperate, who's desperate to be in God's presence, who's desperate to know him and to walk with him. And that's that's a really special thing. Yeah, I think I, I think there's a great lesson here. And I know we say that every day and there's always a great lesson in God's word. But desperation, uh, you know, realizing this guy's remembered in these first few verses, I think 49 to 51, I wrote in my Bible that he's showing that God knows his people. He remembers his people. I wrote down, God remembers his people in big words here in my Bible. And I, and it says, remember thy word unto thy servant, which upon thou has caused me to hope. This is my comfort and my affliction for thy word hath quickened me. And we know that word quicken means make alive, make alive, make mm-hmm. stronger, make more robust. The proud have had me greatly in derision. Yet I have not declined from thy law. And he's saying, you know, God, you remembered your people, the way you put your word together. It helps me. It's helping mm-hmm. me to get through. So, you know, when I have that bad time, when I'm in that bad place, I uh, read your word to your servant, me, it's making a difference. And, and, and folks, you know, when you're hurt and it's easy to get hurt in this world of ours, people hurt you. You know, you can't even go to church without people messing you up. It's the truth of this world. That's the way this world is. And we don't stop going to church. I had someone tell me one time, Stephanie, he said, I don't go to church because there's a bunch of hypocrites there. I said, do you go to Walmart? Do you go to a grocery store? You know, do you go to work? There's a bunch of hypocrites there too. But at church, at least we're trying to get away from this kind of stuff. But, you know, he's saying, as he's going on, he, he's going on. And he said, boy, the proud have messed me up. Have you been messed up by the proud, Stephanie? Mm, yeah. Have they called der- caused derision in your life? Yep. Boy, don't those people will divide you, won't they? They'll mess you up. They, boy, and, and and I'll tell you, Stephanie. I don't know if you've experienced this. I'm sure you have. But sometimes it's the people you love the most. And yeah. uh, and some of the people who are listening to us, you you know that hurt. You know the worst hurt is church hurt. And uh, the worst pain is family pain. Trust me on that. I know I've said that a bunch of times, but it's true. Boy, I'll tell you, it'll mess you up. But here's our responsibility. Our responsibility here is to find ourselves squarely at God's feet. Our responsibility is to find ourselves looking up to God. Our responsibility is to find ourselves asking out to God, seeking God, to loving God. That's our responsibility. And I think, I think... You know, as I'm looking at this, as I'm thinking about this, Stephanie, I'm thinking this whole Psalm 119 is about interpersonal relationship with God. That's absolutely required to do anything right. Mm -hmm. It's it's absolutely required to to get through this world and to do it in a godly way. So you say, well, Brother Doug, you know, uh, you don't know the pain I'm in. I don't. You know, we've had our pain. We've been through our junk. And uh, it's well known what we've been through. But listen, I do know this, an interpersonal relationship with God helps things. And we also see, if you look at 52 to 54, I'm seeing that, uh, you know, people remember God's work. And, you know, as I'm looking at 52 to 54, I remember thy judgments of old, O Lord, have comforted myself. And, you know, are you comforting yourself with God's words, his judgments, those things he's been through? 
Hara have taken a hold of me because of the wicked that forsake thy law. Thy statues have been my songs in the house of my pilgrimage. And I, I think, Stephanie, we need a song to get through. I, mm. I, we need rules to get through. Yeah. How does well, his song, how does his rules help you? God's rules, you know, his, his commandments aren't grievous. Um, they're not hard. Do they go against our flesh? Yes. But they serve as protection. You know, a good shepherd has has a fence up to protect the sheep from the wolves. You know, that's the whole purpose of the sheepfold is to protect the sheep and um, to keep them from wandering, to keep them from going places where they will stumble and fall and um, to protect them from the enemies that would seek to harm them. And God gives us boundaries for purpose. Um, they're not to harm us. They're not to make life rough on us. They're to protect us. And the psalmist understood this. That's why he is crying out for God's statutes and um, understanding that they're a comfort in the midst of affliction. And um, I think understanding that when the wicked forsake God's law in verse 53, it says, horror has taken hold upon me because of the wicked that forsakes thy law and seeing the destruction that comes. Um, you know, I think a wise person watches those around them and, and takes note. And, you know, I, there's, there's been examples through my life of people I've seen that have chosen to forsake God's law. They've chosen um, a counterfeit, whatever the case may be. And it is horrific. It's horrific to see what they're doing, the destruction they've caused to their own lives or to the lives of those around them. And to understand that the whole purpose of God's precepts, the whole purpose of his law, the whole purpose of his word is to keep us in a safe path, to keep us um, keep us going in a, in a lifestyle, in a, in a pattern that would be pleasing and honoring to God and that would bring blessing, that would bring joy, that would bring fulfillment instead of heartache and ruin and disaster. Yeah. Yeah. And, and knowing that and knowing that there, there's two paths and, and one path is the right path. And knowing that, knowing that, you know, as we heal, as we help, as we live, as we bring others along with us, that we need to be on that path that involves the relationship with God and, and doesn't take us away from God, but exactly what you were saying, you know, that we need to, uh, you know, his laws, those things, they're there to keep us safe, to keep boundaries. And a good shepherd, you said, has a fence so that mm -hmm. those can't cut. You know, sheep stink. I don't like sheep. You know, and, and God being our shepherd, I bet you, you know, we're not great. We're not easy to shepherd. I promise you that. And so we remember God remembers his people. His people remember God's word. And then I also saw as we wrap up in, in this particular area of Psalm 119, his people remember his name. Did you see that at the bottom? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I have remembered thy name, O Lord, in the night and have kept thy law. This I had because I kept thy precepts. And how do we remember? How do we put that in 2021, Stephanie? How do we remember his name and keep his precepts or learn from his precepts? How does that make that 2021? Well, I think in 2021, there are many, many, many ways available to help us remember his name, to help us um, 
keep our focus on him. And, you know, you can do that through, obviously, obvious ones would be reading his word. Um, but, you know, there's there's so many good options for music. There's so many good options for listening um, to scripture or listening to um, podcasts or Bible studies, um, spending time thinking about his word. And, and so there's so many different ways um, this can be done now. I mean, there's Bible apps. I mean, I just found an app the other day where you can listen to scripture and, and I think it had 250 different languages and um, just, there's so many options available out there. If you can't read, get an app where you can listen to it. Um, just find the way, you know, if you're, if you're searching, if you're drawing nigh to God, he will draw nigh to you. If yeah. you're searching for a way to get to know him and, just make his word a part of your everyday life. There you go. And that's where it's at, folks. Make his word a part of your everyday life. You want to heal? You want to follow? You want to serve? You want to live the kind of life that brings honor and glory to God, that has your family going down the right path? It begins with this interpersonal relationship, living, learning. Uh, listen to this podcast is a big part of that. Listen, we love you folks. Uh, Stephanie has a great song for us today. It's O Thou in His Presence. You don't want to miss this. Make sure you listen to every word that Eric has to say at the end of this. And uh, we want to know for sure we're going to heaven. And he'll tell you how to go ahead and do that. If we can help you at all, make sure you find us on Help for Wounded Spirits. Listen, we love you folks. God bless you.
Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.